the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome back. It is a rainy, wet Monday out there for many of us here in West Central Florida. And that is because uh, Etta has made her first pass to the south. Now she's going to head out into the Gulf of Mexico, going to get herself herself a little more charged up, I think, and then she's going to be pushed back in the direction of, uh, right now, it's looking like the Big Bend area, but I would really, really uh, stay tuned uh, over the next day, day and a half, two days. We have no idea what Etta is going to find herself doing. Now... Earlier today, the Sunshine uh, Skyway Bridge was shut down because of high winds. Right now, she's moved uh, enough away from Florida. There are no warnings that are up, but we know that uh, she is going to turn around and uh, head back up uh, in our general vicinity. Now, as always, since uh, especially with this storm, we have seen, though it's a very disorganized storm, but we've seen uh, most of the thunderstorm uh, and the rain activity certainly is on the uh, eastern side and the northeastern quadrant. So we can pretty much expect when she turns around and starts heading back, whether she um, brushes us, uh, brushes, uh, us to the east uh, of the coast, uh, we still are probably uh, going to be experiencing some very um, interesting downpours. Now, she is projected to go in uh, to the Big Bend area as a tropical storm with about 50-mile-an-hour winds. But again, we are way far away from that happening. And by the way, that's looking at a Friday event. Now, from some of you, uh, I was surprised, but in Sarasota County, the kids have been home all day. Sarasota decided to... uh, call things off for the day as far as school was concerned out of an abundance of caution and let me say it's an an abundance 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 of concern Uh, because i don't know i didn't really see it that way i don't know if others saw it that way so 
If you were in Sarasota and you are a working mom or dad and you ended up having some of the little kids uh, being home from school today, you had to make some quick corrections uh, on your daily schedule. But um, nonetheless, hey, we are here. I know that it has been an agonizing weekend. I know that uh, tomorrow will be one week since uh, the official election date for 2020, uh, the 2020 general election, and um, we have never seen a fiasco like we are seeing today. And if I can be honest with you, thank you, Jose, if I can be honest with you, in my gut, and I've been doing a fair amount of praying, I have not been watching the media all weekend in terms of anything on cable TV. I just wasn't interested. I have other ways to uh, determine uh, what the news cycle is. But I must tell you, I can't prove it. I don't have the resources to prove it. Others are in the, the mix right now of drilling down and trying to figure out just what happened in some very key states. Now, I must tell you that in my gut, there has been a lot of shenanigans. A lot of shenanigans. Maybe widespread fraud. Maybe coordinated fraud. I don't know. But there's a lot of things that just defy common sense. And I'm going to be talking about where we're at in a moment from a Christian worldview, but I just wanted to weigh in and tell you that there are serious irregularities in Pennsylvania. And we have a Supreme Court that decided to step in and overrule the legislative body in Pennsylvania the rules were that no more ballots would be collected for tabulation after 5 o'clock on Election Day. Their Supreme Court changed that. And some are talking about the fact that by the time Team Trump litigates this, that it's going to go up to the Supreme Court. I'm not so sure the Supreme Court would take this case. They should. They absolutely should. But we'll have to wait and see how all of this pans out. Because, let's face it, there are implications for today of whatever legal decisions are determined by the courts. There are ramifications for a couple of weeks from now. And keep in mind, there are ramifications for the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Amy Coney Barrett deserves your prayers this afternoon, tonight, today, tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the next day, until this is all over. She is in a very, very difficult spot. Uh, She has been nominated by the President of the United States, who will be bringing all of these lawsuits She was confirmed by the United States Senate, and she was, uh, she joined the court just days before the election. 
And I just want to remind you that this is a tough situation for her. Any case that comes before the Supreme Court, the left is going to be crying out that she must recuse herself. And if she does, in certain cases, then you're back to relying on Justice Roberts. Scary thought. But God is in control. None of this has taken him by surprise. We'll talk about that in just a few moments. So the first, uh, the first area of uh, counting and irregularities is in Pennsylvania. Then we have Arizona. Arizona never should have been called on election night. And at the same time where they jumped all over Arizona early, Florida was just twisting in the wind until after 11 o'clock. Florida is the model for the nation in terms of counting the vote, whether it's mail-in vote, whether it's early vote or election day vote. Something is amiss. So we are seeing, because little by little, President Trump is coming back in both Arizona and Nevada, there are some very, very startling revelations, if proven true, of widespread inability of the officials running the election to make sure that people were indeed eligible to vote. Out-of-towners, dead people, et cetera, et cetera. So you're going to have litigation in Arizona, going to have litigation in Nevada. There's some issues coming up in Michigan. I think you'll have some litigation there as well. And, of course, in Georgia. So that's what we're looking at today. We're looking at recounts, and we're looking at lawsuits. And again, I am monitoring what is happening. Now, I must tell you that I have been spending uh, zero time on any of the cable news networks, news news contributions. That includes Fox. Today, I'm going to be sharing, if anything, from Newsmax. And I'm going to be sharing from One America. I'm over this. And I have an obligation to you, my Christian brothers and sisters, to bring you the truth. And if I don't, and if Fox was the last bastion that I had any kind of a hope in, I must tell you, it is gone. Now, it isn't gone for some of those that are on their programming. But remember, all the lead-ins, unlike your host, Bill Bunkley. Now, today, I have earphones in. And I can hear from Jose Cruz, who's producing our show. But I could put Jose on the witness stand right now, and he will tell you that I'm not so far gone that I'm, I'm pulling a Joe Biden on you, that he's telling me everything in my ear, what I need to tell you. 
And we have no teleprompters whatsoever in Studio A. What you hear is what you get. Yours truly. But I want to tell you, let's just take our Fox friends. I'm over the management. Certainly have no use for the election desk. Quite frankly, I just pray that those two or three folks, I just pray they get saved. You know what I mean? They just need to get saved. They just need to find out what righteousness is all about, need to find out what uh, character and integrity is all about. They just need to find Jesus. I'm just going to tell you that. I'm The first hour, I'm just with you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and those that are visiting, but that's how I feel about it. But understand that even those that we know in their hearts they're conservative, we know that they are some are Christ followers, dedicated Christ followers. I want to tell you that they have a active producers on television. And they will feed them what they want to say or what they want to lead in with. Now you can either do your job, which by the way, I commend them because they need to do their job. If that's what their job calls for, well, if they're going to go out there and sit in that desk and face you and talk, they need to do what they're told. But they also need to think about resigning if it violates their conscience. Amen? Amen. So we're going to take a break. We got a real treat. I was just at a meeting earlier today. I was the only guy sitting on the other side of the room or way away from at least uh, 10 feet, I think, from uh, those that were presenting. Had a chance to uh, be uh, with Alliance Defending Freedom. They were meeting here in Tampa with some of our Tampa folks. They asked me to come. I was proud to do that. Salem Communications, Salem Media Group, we stand with Alliance Defending Freedom, particularly on the national level and right here. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we're going to have Michael Ferris. He's the president and CEO of Alliance Defending Freedom. And uh, we're going to talk about the election. Don't want to miss that coming up at 3.30. While the factories were slowing production and dealerships were running out of inventory, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on a buying spree. Now with over a 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has one of the largest selections in the state. Before you buy elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want that the other guys might not. Their goal is never to lose your business over price, with many favorable finance programs including 0% loans with approved credit. And Moss Nissan Crystal River just received Nissan's prestigious Award of Excellence. Great job, guys. Searching for a new improved service experience? Moss service departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura's You Serve, You Save program, applying to vets, first responders, and active military, now includes pastors and church workers. The choice is simple. The choice is clear. The choice is here. Moss Nissan and Acura, Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue in Tampa at mossacura.com and mossnissan.com. Hi, I'm Arielle Winter. If you're anything like me, your pets are not only your best friends, they're part of your family. American Humane, which has been rescuing animals like Cleo here for more than 100 years, has life-saving tips that can make a big difference before, during, and after disasters such as hurricanes, tornadoes, floods, or wildfires. So when disaster strikes, you want to be prepared to protect them. 
be sure to microchip or tag your pets. Never leave them behind in a major crisis and be sure to have an emergency kit ready in your home at all times with a pet crate or carrier, leash, blanket, ID, and medications, their water bowl, and seven to 10 days worth of food. To find out how to protect your entire family during a disaster and help our best friends in their worst times, please visit AmericanHumane.org. get discouraged. Do not lose heart. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is on the throne. Amen, amen. Now I'll talk about some of these in the next uh, hour, but can I give you some of the headlines from Newsmax this afternoon? As I said, you won't hear me talking about Fox a whole lot more in the future, but here's some headlines. You know what? There is a particular computer software program that was used in some of the states in question, and guess what they found out? This software program has a glitch. If you voted for Donald Trump, it registered a vote for Joe Biden. That's one headline. Trump's campaign manager says the president not backing down. Quoting from Newsmax. The Republican official responsible for vote counting gets death threats. Now there's, man, there's a, there's a patriot for you, whoever's threatening to kill the Republican vote counter. Trump campaign, Newsmax, evidence of fraud in Wisconsin. Jason Miller, concede is not even in our vocabulary. We got a country star. His wife is standing up for President Trump. Probably not good news for him. Newsmax.com headline, Trump's election lawsuits could stretch a month or more. How about Huckabee? Governor Huckabee praises this source, Newsmax, on wait-and-see election stance. And in one county alone, are you with me? Gwinnett County in Georgia looks like more than 80,000 ballots may have to be recounted. Here are some more headlines. Economic advisor Larry Kudlow. According to him, the Biden administration may keep Trump's tax cuts in place. They better (laughs) with this economy. Lindsey Graham, Senate Judiciary Chairman, is open to approving more Trump judges. That's what we need to do. How about it? Let's get more of those conservative, originalist, textualist judges on the court. Let me remind you that President Trump is still president. 
Pfizer is getting close. They may have a vaccine that is 90% effective. That's at least in the trials. Didn't have any downside effects. And Trump is still planning to hit Iran before he leaves office, either now or in four years, with a flood of sanctions. Before we get to Michael Ferris, and we'll be talking about a lot of these shenanigans and the thoughts from Alliance Defending Freedom. Can I remind you of a few things? Now, there's some things that I think that you ought to consider. Can I take you back to the time when Jesus Christ was in the midst of his three-year ministry? Remember that Jesus Christ was in the middle of ministry when the government around him was unjust. Jesus was in his ministry when the government that was overseeing Palestine would very soon kill Christians. Very soon they would take Christians and put them on poles in Rome like streetlights and burn them alive to light the city. And the reason why I say that is, believe me, I am praying for truth to prevail. In my heart of hearts, I think there is fraudulent activity. Are we going to be able to identify enough fraudulent activity uh, to make a difference? I don't know, because... It could be very staggering, but it could be difficult to prove in a court of law. And we're also dealing with not just the Supreme Court. We'll be dealing with judges. Some may be liberal. Some may be anti-Trumpers. So without your prayers to God to lower the playing field, take away the obstacles, give wisdom to the various groups that are carrying this out, your prayers are very necessary. And I want to tell you that the fact that if Biden is elected president, if the Senate holds what I believe it will, in some areas, President A potential President Biden would be lame duck, but he is going to hurt us. He's going to hurt us with executive orders. And he, he could very well hurt our churches with the so-called equality legislation. He's got a vice president, I believe, is particularly biased against Christian churches in America. But his big grand plans are not going to happen. But download every single executive order that President Trump executed and understand that President Biden, Biden and his team, they're already working on it. They're going to be reversing some of these the first day of inauguration. If their plan succeeds, 
and take a look at that long list of what President Trump did to make America great, you're going to see a host of those reversed by Mr. Biden because he can do so by executive order. That's why executive orders are are, are good, but they're only a Band-Aid. They're only a Band-Aid. And by the way, even if President Trump is reelected, it's only a Band-Aid. You, you knew that we all, we all see the evil and all other work of all of those who are anti-Christ, anti-Christian church. We see them. They've been very much exposed all around the land. And that's why we need to continue to be kingdom people. We need to be sharing about being kingdom voters. And we need to get our pastors engaged, those that do want, don't want to get it close to the issues of the day. we got a lot of work to do. got to roll up our sleeves. And whether or not President Trump is the president, we've got a lot of work to do either way. Coming up, Alliance Defending Freedom. President and CEO Michael P. Ferris will be with me. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. I am Bill Bunkley, your watchman on the wall, and I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Pfizer reporting today that an early peek at the data on its coronavirus vaccine suggests that the shots may be 90% effective at preventing COVID-19. HUD Secretary Ben Carson has tested positive for COVID-19, it's been announced. Voter recount teams have been dispatched to Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Georgia as the Trump camp works to make sure the election's outcome is legit. The president's lawyers, worried about possible voting irregularities in several states, are filing lawsuits. With the counting not over yet, the recounts likely as well. The president has not conceded the election. Stocks are surging on a burst of hope following encouraging data about a potential COVID-19 vaccine. The Dow ahead over 1,100 points, but the NASDAQ is down 33. This is SRN News. Let's- oh, it's doing great. I've been on it now for about uh, three, three and a half years. I've lost 67 pounds. And I feel better than I did at age 40. I'm just getting older. I still don't think it doesn't stop. Other than that, I feel good. Listen, we're all getting older, but that doesn't mean you have to feel your age. Are you ready to turn back the clock? It's 2020, and there's never been a better time to start looking and feeling young again. Introducing Andro400.com. Andro400.com has proven solutions to help melt belly fat, increase mood and memory, increase energy, and bring that spark back to your love life. Visit andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 to see which product is right for you. Try the safe and natural way to start feeling and looking your best. And there's nothing to lose with an industry-leading 90-day money-back guarantee. Visit andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. Weekdays at 9 a.m., be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. When he came, he saw the grace of God. Don't miss this, Christ follower. The single most important identifying characteristic of everyone who bears the name of Christ is that characteristic of grace. 
The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and Let's Instagram and all these different apps, it feels like you're connected when you're using them. Social media may not be the connection point you think it is, as Alyssa McKee describes on Focus on the Family Minute. You know, you're talking to people who are your friends, whether they're far away or close, you feel closer to them. Um, But the funny thing is often, um, you know, especially at my house, you know, with my roommates, I would find that I was there with them and either watching a movie, you know, we were trying to do something together and all of a sudden I would look up and it was like they weren't there because they were communicating with other people who weren't there with us on their phones. And I felt like, okay, what about me? I'm actually in the room. And that's when I kind of started realizing, okay, we're connected, but we're disconnected from the people in the room. More insights from Melissa at FamilyMinute.org. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation, a promise kept for more than two centuries, a promise of the Marines. Friends, I want you to grab onto that. We're going to see a victory. It may not be in this election, but we know that we're going to see the victory. We know that our God is all over this, and he's not been taken by surprise. And I remind you that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, all of what we have in his history of his ministry on earth, He was functioning in an unjust government, in an unjust environment. And so if that is what we continue to see, so be it. This is a wake-up call for America. It's a wake-up call for our pastors. It's a wake-up call for engagement. And you know where I stand on religious liberty, religious freedom. Well, I tell you what, I had a chance earlier today to be with some of my friends from Alliance Defending Freedom. Jeff Hoyle was in town, and they hired a newbie, Doug Walters. Some of you may know him. Had a chance to uh, be in a briefing with him earlier today. But I am really honored now because one of the men who have been so responsible going back so many years for not only the pro-life movement in America but religious liberty, religious freedom, is Michael P. Harris. He is the president and chief executive officer of Alliance Defending Freedom. Uh, he's the second CEO of ADF. And I want to tell you through the years, what a diverse background. 
Uh, and he just recently, I think in 18, was back before the Supreme Court of the United States. It's been a while since he'd been there, but he hadn't lost his edge. Educator, public advocate, communicator, and is widely recognized for his successful work, both nationally, internationally. And I want to talk about the election with Michael Ferris. Michael Ferris, honored to have you back with us today, sir. It is great to be with you, my friend. Thank you for inviting me on the program. Well, you're one of a handful of people, and at the top of that handful, that I would like to ask you, where are we at? Not necessarily with all the litigation and the potential litigation of these four or five states, but uh, talk about where America is today, because our pastors need to know uh, how much damage has been done and uh, as a platform for where we must go in the future. Well, we're assuming that this uh, election is confirmed in the way that the media has uh, predicted. Um, you know, until the officials say so, I'm not willing to say so. But, you know, it's headed in a um, likely direction. Um, we're going to be in for some deep waters. And we have to be ready to uh, to respond appropriately. And I, and I think the, the way to respond appropriately is, as you alluded to in your opening, uh, is the parable of the persistent widow when she stood up against injustice and she mm. demanded justice. She demanded justice. She demanded justice. Eventually she got it just by, by her sheer persistence. And at the end of that, Jesus says, and when I return, will I find faith on the earth? So the kind of faith that we need to be demonstrating right now is to not be shrinking, not be hiding, not be wringing our hands, but to run in confidence into the fray and say, we're here. Uh, The ACLU raised a ton of money right after President Trump was elected saying they were going to fight him. Well, you know what? ADF, we're going to fight this because he's made promises on the right to life, on religious freedom issues, on other issues that are just absolutely contrary to Christian worldview. And if he keeps those promises, as we have every reason to believe he will, he needs to be battled. And I think we're in a good position to win in court. And we're going to just take the fight to him. Mm. Now, I want to remember, want you to remember, and of course, if you listen to my national colleagues here with Salem Media Group, You know that we are very often standing not only with Alliance Defending Freedom, but standing with them for the funds that are necessary to fight this fight. That website right now that I hope you will bookmark and go to when you get a chance, not while you're driving, is ADFlegal.org, ADFlegal.org. Need to look at that website, but also if you are thinking about your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. I've told you on many occasions I've got a 14-year-old. I trust the Lord, but I also know that we are entrusted with doing the best that we can to fight evil in every places in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I'm going to ask you not only go to ADFlegal.org, but consider giving not only a one-time contribution, but supporting them ongoing because they take these cases and they do it uh, pro bono, but they have to raise other money. And by the way, I think a Supreme Court case ends up costing about $2 million dollars uh, you know, start to finish. So keep that in mind. Michael Ferris, um, did a, what, what was it? The Amer- was it American, America's pulpits years ago that stopped preaching the, the full gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Can one look at that and say, this is one of the beginning areas where this country has gotten so lost today? Well, there is no doubt that if you just look at the 
uh, opinion polls about what one generation believes and then the next generation believes and the next generation believes. And if you even look at evangelical Christians, uh, George Barna did a recent survey and found that astonishing numbers of self-professed evangelical Christians believe that Jesus sinned while he was on earth. They believe that man's basically good. And, you know, they need to be told by a pastor that Jesus is sinless and you aren't. Um, and, you know, the, the, if they don't get those basic things right, how in the world are they going to get things right, like right to life or religious freedom or same-sex marriage? They're going to have a really hard time if, if their, their foundations have been destroyed. And it's, I, I think that we have pastors and parents uh, to need to re-examine what they've been doing to say, why have we been letting the other team train our children in their worldview rather than we training them in our worldview? Mm. You know, For starters. <laughs> you know, I think back because people talk about the fact, well, you know, we ought to just keep our minds on the gospel and uh, shouldn't worry about uh, political issues, leaders. But you know what? There are confrontations with political leaders, religious leaders, all through the Scripture. I'm reminded of John the Baptist. John the Baptist knew that uh, King Herod was uh, operating in adultery, and he called him out. He called him out, and it cost him his life, cost him his head. But I think there's a principle there. There's a reason why um, what's in Scripture is in Scripture inspired by the Holy Spirit. That's an example that we have the duty to engage our government, especially of all countries, this country, where we have the right to elect representatives for the vote and we can regress our, uh, redress our nation. Isn't this something that we need to sort of get pastors to sort of get a new idea that if they want to have a country to preach in and not be uh, you know, having the church of sociology on every street corner, uh, there's a great awakening among that subgroup, isn't there? Well, there certainly needs to be such an awakening. Um, the uh, ADF has offices all over the world, including several in Europe. And what we see going on there is so similar, but maybe just a step or two further down the spiral than what we're seeing here in the United States. Um, there's a member of parliament in, in the Scandinavian countries who's being investigated by the police for criminal activity for tweeting a Bible verse that challenges her own church. She's a member of the Lutheran church. She challenged her own church to say, you're violating scripture by supporting a gay pride parade. And she's facing a criminal investigation uh, for that. That's where we're headed. And, you know, of course, the pastors in that circumstances are not just silent. They've been co-opted completely onto the other side. She was responding to pastors. I, I think that the, the biggest need right now is for the church to get it right, because Every relevant scripture, whether you go to Isaiah 1, uh, where it says, Come now, let us reason together, uh, says the Lord, though your sins be like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. That's written to the sins of a nation. When a nation starts acting like Sodom and Gomorrah, it was written to Israel, saying, You're acting like Sodom and Gomorrah, and you're doing all the religious stuff, but you've lost the heart because your hands are full of blood. I mean, we need that kind of pastoring, we need that kind of teaching, uh, rather than self help and psychological babble. 
We need people who preach the gospel, teach the whole counsel of the Word of God, and the whole counsel of the Word of God has an effect because Proverbs 3, 6 says, in all thy ways acknowledge him. And there's not an asterisk and a footnote at the bottom of the page that says, yeah, but except in politics. You know, the Bible doesn't have anything to do with that. No, it has something to do with everything in our lives. And we, our people need to know it, and our pastors need to start, but they need to know it. Mm. Michael Ferris, uh, just we've got a couple, three minutes left, but I want to ask you this question in a general sense. So people understand the vast ministry of uh, ADF. Um, how many actual, approximately how many cases are you in litigation in right now? And how many other potential, uh, well, I don't want to say cases, but uh, other files that you're working on? Uh, it's a pretty substantial money, and uh, a pretty substantial amount. And quite frankly, that takes a lot to finance that. Tell us how many you have, because I think people can get a grasp on your reach. Well, we have uh, requests for help that are in the thousands, three to four thousand a year. Mm. And um, the not the, we have three thousand allied attorneys that we uh, ask to take on some of the cases that are important, but they're not as likely to make precedent. Uh, but we're engaged in our, our own litigation team, uh, in active litigation, in just under 100 cases at, at the moment. And so uh, I mean, Jack Phillips, the Masterpiece Cake Shop case, he's in litigation again on the third go-round trying to crush him. And we're there defending Jack Phillips. Baronel Stutzman, the florist in Washington State, her case is pending in the Supreme Court. Uh, awaiting the decision on a case that was just argued last week, the Fulton versus City of Philadelphia case, a religious freedom case there involving um, um, child foster care agencies, the Catholic Church yes. being kicked out because they're too religious. And so the um, we, we've got about 100 major cases going on right now, uh, just in the United States and, and a similar number in our international program. Mm. Well, I want to tell you, if you're listening to my program, you know uh, once or twice a month, uh, when there's something of note with one of those uh, court cases, Alliance Defending Freedom is my guest right here, have been so for several years. Also, again, um, they are completely supported by Salem, and particularly my colleagues, our national talk show hosts. But you know what? Um, you could support them as well. The first thing is to go to ADFlegal.org, ADFlegal.org. Familiar yourself with Alliance Defending Freedom. And then consider giving them a contribution because uh, they are going to be expanding some of their operations, not only in Europe, but in other countries. And I want to tell you, when you look at what's happening to Christians in so many places, uh, particularly like a place like India, uh, a lot of Christians don't have a a chance unless they've got uh, some uh, legal counsel in that country and here to defend them. But, uh, Michael Ferris, thank you for your service to the nation. Thank you for your service uh, to the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And thanks so much for being with us today. And uh, you've just done so much for uh, life and families in this country on behalf of Jesus. We we thank you very much. Well, thank you for standing shoulder to shoulder with us. God bless you. Amen. Thank you. Michael Ferris, that website is adflegal.org, adflegal.org. Be back in a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley, your watchman on the wall. I'll be right back. Uh, 
If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Electoral votes aside, and that's a big aside given the legal battles ahead, what about the issues? A Wall Street Journal editorial says the far left lost on the Green New Deal, higher taxes, and the rest of their agenda. There's evidence for that as Democrat seats were lost in the House and 11 freshmen were elected who are Republican women. Democrats are grumbling about replacing Nancy Pelosi as Speaker and Chuck Schumer as Senate Minority Leader. The far left has a habit of eating their own, but their goals and methods to achieve them never change. Cheating, lying, sending out and returning invalid ballots, dead people voting, whatever it takes for them to gain power and lord it over the rest of us, they will do. The integrity of an election is important. Half of voters voted for President Trump. Are they to be ignored? Are their concerns not to be taken seriously? The major media dismissed them as deplorables and clowns, just two of the demeaning words they've used. This is why President Trump is so hated by the establishment and the left. He fights against them. Remember that as the battle continues. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it time for open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also when you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For the typical family, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. Think what you could do with that. But if you join right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fee, so that's another $170 you'll save. And MediShare is really different. It's a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. More than 400,000 people are members and they've shared over $4 billion in medical bills. So, yes, they can handle your bills, too. This may be the time to make the switch. Join before November 30th for the additional savings. It's so easy to find out more. They're great to talk to. In fact, you can get a price within two minutes. Here's the number. Call 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at Let's Talk Faith.com. 
Radio.com. Here, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Your watchman on the wall. You know what? We are not going to fail. We are not going to fail. Jesus Christ is not going to fail us. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is not going to fail us. The Christian life is all full of challenges. And if you're living your life out for Jesus, you know that there are going to be some setbacks. Now, I'm praying that the presidential election is not a setback. But it is a setback right now because I want to tell you what. We have no reason to let Satan to get us down in the dumps. If you know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you know where you're going to be forever and ever and ever and ever. Right now, I can tell you one thing that we ought to be doing in reaction to where we're at. We're in limbo. Half America thinks that uh, they uh, they are strutting like a rooster in in. Uh, their uh, celebration of what they think is a win, and maybe they they will prevail. I don't know. But you know what? We've just got to be real about where we're at. There is work to be done. If President Trump were to win, I'm afraid that's going to take the edge off a little bit of the work that needs to be done. I'll talk about that in a moment, but hey, hey, want to remind you, we have so many contests going on right now. The website to check them all out is letstalkfaith.com. Letstalkfaith.com. Let me remind you of one of them right now. You could win a family movie DVD six-pack. How would you like to have a six-pack? You could have six different family movie nights facing the Giants, Overcomer, Courageous, War Room, Flywheel, Fireproof. Tell you what, enter right now to win all six blockbuster movies. Go to letstalkfaith.com. Give us your email address, or you can also register on any of our platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Google, LinkedIn, and register every day until the end of the month. I'd like for you to consider 
winning the prize. But we must be honest with ourselves as we close out the first hour. We are so much in enemy territory. This nation was a Christian nation. It's not a Christian nation today. Why? Because according to the vote, real Orthodox Christians looks like we're outnumbered. Now, this Christian was founded on biblical values, the teachings of Jesus Christ, of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But guess what? This, this country has done just what Israel did. It's raised its fist at God. It has been very blunt with God. Many people in this country, we don't need you. You are not going to tell us what to do. We're going to seek whatever pleasure we want to seek. We have no use for your moral laws. Stop wasting your time, God, because we are going to eat, drink, and be merry. Now, just a minute or so of reality. We are the visiting team, as Tony Evans would describe it. We're not the home team anymore here in America. We are, in fact, the visiting team. And when we enter the stadium, guess what? As Christians, just like a visiting team, we know what getting the boos and the insults are all about. No longer does our Christian worldview frame the culture. Satan is framing the culture. And Christians, we need to step up because the visiting team is still expected to win. Today, Jesus is marginalized. He is rejected and booed and outright rejected. And so are you and I when we stand up for him in various venues. But God's going to give us strength. God's going to give us the power. And I believe that if we will stand up for Christ, we can turn this nation around. Amen? Amen. Hey, coming up, the other Wahlberg will be with me. Jim Wahlberg, The Big Hustle, a Boston Street Kid story of addiction and redemption. Be right back. My name is Namrita Singh Gujral. I am a filmmaker and an immigrant. My film, America's Forgotten, uncovers the unintended consequences of a broken immigration system. The seven-year-old girl died in the desert. This child came from the country of India. I'm living in the child. I can go to the police. I never expected this journey would lead me to a truth that I never intended to find. A great pillar of the community was killed by a man who had been deported at least twice. The public would be outraged if they knew the truth. I found how much Americans are being lied to regarding our immigration policies at the border. My friends, my industry, even my family all rallied against the final message of this film. All credits had to be hidden for fear of retribution. If you care about the future of America, you should watch America's Forgotten. Go to SalemNow.com and download America's Forgotten. Enter promo code TAMPA. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. 
Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Encouraging health news regarding the search for a coronavirus vaccine, Pfizer reporting its experimental vaccine has proven 90% effective in preliminary tests. If it's approved by regulators, Pfizer has promised to make 100 million doses available worldwide this year and 1.3 billion the next. The vaccine has been made using a completely new approach. The traditional method is to inject a dead or weakened virus to train the body's immune system to fight off the disease. The new mRNA vaccine sends genetic instructions to produce the immune response. The advantage is that it can be produced much faster and in larger quantities. It's not clear how long immunity lasts. That question can only be answered once a vaccine is rolled out to the general population. The BBC's Palin Ghosh. President Trump has fired Defense Secretary Mark Esper. The announcement came in a tweet. With the president saying Esper has been terminated, Mr. Trump grew unhappy with Esper who disagreed with him about using active military troops to deal with protesters over the summer. The president also tweeted that Christopher Miller, the director of the National Counterterrorism Center, will serve as acting Secretary of Defense. Also at SRNews.com, vote recount teams have been dispatched to Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Georgia as the Trump camp works to make sure the election's outcome is legit. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem says this election is not over. This is a premature conversation because we have not finished counting votes. The Republican governor on ABC's This Week, President Trump's lawyers worried about possible voting irregularities in several states are filing lawsuits. With the counting not over yet and recounts likely as well, the president has not conceded the election. Ahead of the closing bell, the Dow is up 922 points, but the Nasdaq is off 143. This is SRN News. Fallen behind in your credit card payments during the shutdown? You're probably feeling some added pressures. And even a brief history of late payments can lead to a big drop in your credit score. But you don't have to solve these problems alone. Trinity Debt Management can help. We'll work with your creditors, put a stop to late fees and other penalties, and make a plan that helps you get caught up. We'll also consolidate your bills into one easy-to-manage monthly payment and negotiate much lower interest rates. Not only will you find immediate relief, you'll save thousands. And don't worry, it's not a loan. It's a smart way to get back on track. All you have to do is give Trinity a quick call, and we'll take care of the rest. Right now, no one really knows what the future will bring, but one thing is for sure. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Here's the number. Call 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. Evangelicals turned out strongly for President Trump. Analysts are crunching the numbers on last week's election, and they find that about 8 in 10 white evangelical Protestant voters threw their support behind the president. Catholic voters split almost evenly between him and Democratic opponent Joe Biden. This year, Catholics accounted for 22% of the electorate, and among white Catholics, 57% backed Mr. Trump, 42% for Biden. Amongst Hispanic Catholics, though, 67% backed Biden, 32% for the president. Michael Harrington, SRN News. The Dutch Protestant Church has made a far-reaching recognition of guilt for its failure to do more to help Jews during and after World War II. It also has acknowledged the church's role in preparing the ground in which the seeds of anti-Semitism and hatred could grow. 
More than 100,000 Dutch Jews, or 70% of the country's Jewish community, did not survive World War II. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Cornerstone Pros. Cornerstone is an essential service working to meet the needs of homeowners during this difficult time by following all CDC guidelines and taking extra protective steps on site. Cornerstone Pros employs only the best technicians. Each one has been background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify their skills before they ever step foot in your home. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. Faith Talk 570. WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Hey, we're back. Hour number two. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Probably part of the Salem Media Group right here in West Central Florida. And uh, I got to tell you what, when you can't trust, uh, well, all those... uh, news networks on cable tv today and i'm including the management and the election desk of fox news want to remind you that you can do the switch i've made the switch to newsmax and i've made the switch to one america news and uh, what i'll be sharing have been sharing for the first hour what i will be sharing that's where uh, i'm doing the bulk of my research as well as the rest of our vast salem opportunities Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Well, tomorrow will be one week. It's been a rough weekend for many of us. I hope that you spent very little time watching any kind of uh, news, cable news on TV. I hope that you were just keeping updated with the credible sources uh, on your social media or directly to your email. Right now, you know that uh, I, as well as the country, those of us that are conservatives, Christ followers, we're keeping a very close eye on what? Pennsylvania. Close eye on Nevada, Michigan, Georgia. Uh, How about Wisconsin recount? And how about Arizona? Well, I'll tell you what, we are going to be blessed right now because we have someone who absolutely knows exactly what the suspicions are, exactly what the game playing has been in Arizona, and let me um, give uh, you an idea about her background. Joining me today is Dr. Kelly Ward, and she is the chairwoman of the Arizona Republican Party. She's a mom, she's a military wife, and she's a family physician. And I want to tell you that uh, in 2012, she was elected to the Arizona State Senate While she was there, she continued to practice, to reach out, to help people in the emergency departments at Lake Havasu City and Kingman, Arizona. And in 2015, she announced her candidacy for the U.S. Senate. She challenged Senator John McCain, gave him a good run for his money, and he only won by 51%, the lowest margin ever in his uh, campaigning life. Then in October 2016, she was going to run against the flake, excuse me, shouldn't have said that, Senator Jeff Flake, one of the president's uh, loudest critics in the Senate. He ended up resigning 
Uh, it didn't come to pass, but I want to tell you, she is one amazing person. And I got to tell you, uh, Dr. Ward, you're, it kind of reminds me of the resume of uh, uh, Justice Amy, Amy Coney Barrett. But with that, Dr. Ward, thanks for being with us today. Oh, Bill, thank you. Well, that was quite an introduction. You were exactly right when you called him the flake. He is still a flake, and so is Mitt Romney, so is Cindy McCain. They have completely gone to the dark side um, where they say that they're Republicans, but they're embracing socialist policies from the most radical ticket that has ever been seen from a major party in our history. Well, hey, Mitt Romney's thinking about uh, has been offered by Mr. Biden to be his health uh, uh, head of health and human services. So that would really put an explanation point on his life. But we'll save that for another day. (laughs) So what is this train wreck in Arizona? Take us from uh, the basics all the way up to uh, who's trying to cover, who's trying to uh, get this thing out of the way. Tell us what's going on there. Well, it's a razor-thin margin here, and it has been. When the race was inappropriately called by some news outlets out there on election night, there were over a million votes still to be counted. And even here today, there's almost 100,000 votes that still remain to be counted. The margin is less than 17,000 votes here on the ground. And um, it's appalling to me that uh, across the board, the media— fake news media, the mainstream media, is saying that we actually have a president-elect. We do not have a president-elect. Not one state has certified an election so far, so not one. The media has certified it in their um, king-making way, I guess, but not one state has certified the elections. We've got litigation going on across the board. We're going to see some action, I guess, in Pennsylvania, it sounds like, maybe today. That's going to be great. But we've also got uh, problems in Michigan. We've got problems in Wisconsin. We've got problems in Georgia. We've got problems in Nevada. And we have problems in Arizona. What we are seeing in the vote totals do not match what we saw with our very own eyes over Mm. the last 18 to 24 months here in our state. And I, for one, am going to continue to stand up and continue to fight every single day and do everything that's in my power to make sure that this election has integrity. Now, it seems to me, um, Dr. Ward, that uh, uh, apparently Tucson must be getting close to being completed. It's in the blue column. Phoenix is, is, is uh, you know, kind of light blue, but they're still counting Phoenix. Other than that, Uh, the rest of the votes that come in are basically Trump territory, correct? Yes, that is true. And and we've had some surprises from even from Pima County, where Tucson is. Uh, Some of these drips and grabs of votes that have been coming in have actually been going for President Trump. And that's what we've seen on the ground. It hasn't just been Republicans and the base who have been out for President Trump. It's also been independents and Democrats. And what we're seeing here is none of that coming to to fruition as the votes are cast. Hmm. And that's a problem. We need to look at the software that's being used. We use Dominion here in Maricopa County, where Phoenix is. Uh-oh. And we also use ESS around the Uh-oh. rest of the state. And both have issues. We have to make sure that the voters' intent is actually what uh, how those how the vote comes out. I think 11 electoral votes are going to President Trump. Now, I want to tell you, the two companies and their software that Dr. Ward just referenced, 
Uh, we know that we have issues in certain counties that has already been uncovered, uh, not, not necessarily in Arizona, same companies where uh, something happened, hmm, something happened. You voted for Trump, but it ended up getting tabulated for Biden. And in that, those counties, what must happen is if they have a paper trail, and I'm talking about the wider universe of any of the states, if there is a paper trail like we have in Florida, it is time to hand count those ballots with people two or three feet away to be able to witness what's going on with those manual counts because that's part of the major issue that we have going on here. Now, I know that yep. in your, your your adjoining state of uh, Nevada, man, we got everybody voting in that deal. Um, tell us about how uh, large a problem may or may not be in Arizona with people who's either, who've either moved out who've died, uh, students uh, who came to school there went home. Is that as much of a problem as just getting an accurate count in Arizona? We have thousands of complaints of voter fraud and disenfranchisement across the board. We are investigating each and every one of those. Um, just last night, we had three people who we were, we were curing ballots. So basically, their signature didn't match with their ballot. They told us they moved to Texas, and they voted in Texas. They did not request a ballot in Arizona, and they did not vote in Arizona. And so who did? Who voted for them in Arizona? It wasn't them. So these are things, and when you say a hand count, we need a hand count audit. Here in Arizona, there is some auditing. In Maricopa County in particular, it's supposed to be 2% of the precinct. Well, the Democrats have done away with precinct-level voting and have created voting centers. So now it's 2% of the voting centers. <laughs> and of the mail-in or early ballots, which is about 85% of the vote, we only look at 5,000, at least 5,000. Now, our Board of Supervisors, which is under Republican control, can order more votes to be looked at. And I have been urging our Board of Supervisors, uh, the Republicans, to call for that to happen. They have the power. We don't need the, the judicial branch. We've got Republicans in elected office who need to save this state from potential fraud, potential corruption, and make sure our elections have integrity. And they can do it, but I don't know if they're getting enough pressure from across, across the state and across the county to make them do it. Well, let's assume that they don't. I think you have a Republican governor, Republican legislature. Is your state Senate appointed or elected? I mean, your, your Supreme Court, Arizona Supreme Court, are they uh, appointed or elected? They are appointed. They are appointed, and it is a, it's a Republican. The, the vast majority were appointed by Republicans. Um, if it has to go to the legislature— um, you know, we, we are very close here. We're 17-13 in the Senate, and we're 31-29 in the House. And um, we have a couple of Republicans that sometimes get a little squishy, in my opinion, and uh, they, they need to hold their ground and make sure that what we see with our eyes is actually what happens with this election. There's a red wave here in our state. We are we are taking Republican seats all the way down the ballot. The only two that are not going our way are the presidency and the Senate, the United States Senate race. 
And that seems very, very odd to me because there is a huge red wave, not just around the country, but here in Arizona. And President Trump should be surfing on top of that wave, not being toppled under and thrown under the bus. If you're just joining me, you're listening to the voice of Dr. Kelly Ward. She is the chairwoman of the Arizona Republican Party. That's why we have her on today, because she is the person in the know. But you know what? She's a mom, military wife, and she is a family physician, doctor, and former Arizona state senator. And by the way, if you want to connect with her, her website is kellyward.com. Uh, That's K-E-L-L-I-W-A-R-D.com, kellyward.com. Now, how did people, and we've got about two minutes left very quickly, how did people get their mail-in ballots in the state of Arizona? Well, they were supposed to request them, though my daughter is an example. She did not join the permanent early voter list, but she received a ballot for this election um, saying that she did. So even to that point, um, not everyone requested a ballot to be sent to them, though that is the process that is supposed to be in place. And that's why we have to investigate all of these processes across the board to make sure that no funny business is happening in our state so that the elections have the integrity that's necessary to assure the trust in the outcome of what happens. Mm. Do you think those unsolicited ballots, is that a significant number or too early to tell of people who, who they just sent them out all over the place? It's very difficult to tell. We don't even know how many ballots were cast on Election Day or sent in early, which is a very, very sad state of affairs. I think we should know the denominator that we're looking for on Election Day. But in Maricopa County, they instituted um, these voting centers where people could basically get on-demand ballots printed for them when they showed up anywhere in the county. And that's right, ripe for fraud. All right. Well, I want to say this with all due respect, and I was involved with the Chads of 2000 here in Florida, uh, Bush v. Gord. I really want to suggest when the dust settles, take a look at what we've done in Florida. On election night, we were one and done. And by the way, we count everything ahead of time. And uh, Florida was basically flawless. I think it should be the model that the rest of the nation should look for. And uh, in our live coverage, I just want to tell you, uh, I called Florida at 8.32. They didn't call until after 11, and we were squawking all night about the early call uh, there in Arizona, but they couldn't call yep. Florida. A lot of shenanigans going on. But I want to tell you, if you'd like to connect with uh, Dr. Kelly Ward, uh, she's the chairwoman of the Arizona Republican Party. Her website is kellyward.com, kellyward.com. Hey, we're all out of time, but Dr. Ward, hey, thank you so much for taking time outside of your state to keep us informed all the way out here in Florida. That's right, Bill. We're going to keep America great. Amen. Good to see you. God bless. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Remember, we got Jim Wahlberg coming up. This time next week, I'll be sick in bed with West Nile virus. Thanks to a mosquito bite right in front of my house. In eight minutes, my daughter will be in an ambulance having an asthma attack triggered by cockroaches. I'm going to be bitten by a tick today. I won't even know it until Lyme disease turns my life upside down. Learn how to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the CDC.
Parents, let's be honest. Many high school and college-age kids seem to have little direction these days. That might be true for your son or daughter. They spend a lot of time gaming, hanging with friends, but nothing seems to lead them on a path to adulthood. You may want them to go to a four-year university, but nah, their grades just don't warrant it. Their lack of passion and direction makes you wonder if a four-year university would even be a wise investment. Here's a better route to consider. The Facilities Management HVAC or Electronics Training Program available through SalemCareerHub.com. They'll learn real-life work skills that are marketable and in high demand right now. And at SalemCareerHub.com, you can sign up for these courses at 50% off their regular price. Talk it over with your kids and get them out of the basement. They're probably as anxious as you are to move forward and just need a little push. The place to start, SalemCareerHub.com. You can also call 866-711-6275, 866-711-6275, or SalemCareerHub.com. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. The phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Really want to thank Dr. Ward. You know, we're not in her state, but um, I appreciate her coming on with us because I'm not depending on any mainstream media to tell me what's going on. I'm done. I'm done. And you are too. And I know if you're going to be listening to mainstream media right now, probably going to have to offer some assistance to your mental health because it just flat isn't healthy. You know what I told her when uh, when we got off the air? What's that? I said, Dr. Ward, please, I know that in the next coming days, if it's not already happening, uh, the media is going to have you on TV a lot. A lot. And so please avail yourself of that opportunity to address the mainstream media uh, in the way that they should be and just admonish them whenever you get a chance to. (laughs) And we can just watch it on YouTube afterwards. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can just keep a search. You don't have to see it live. Most of that will be posted, and you can uh, catch it there. Now, I'm going to tell you, I've got a couple more comments to make for the end of the show, but – Jim Wahlberg is going to be with us. Now, he's not the Wahlberg of Blue Bloods. He's also not the Wahlberg predominant in the movies. Those are his brothers. Big family. But Jim Wahlberg is going to be with us. Written a brand new book called The Big Hustle, a Boston street kid story of addiction and redemption. It's going to be a great story. It's going to be a story of faith, and um, he wants to reach out if by chance maybe your family is going through one of those struggles. He's at a lot of events and writes and directs films to raise awareness on substance abuse, 
Also, he has a recent film, What About the Kids? Eight-year-old girl whose parents are addicted to opioids. But he's going to talk about the power of forgiveness. We need a little break right now from time to time. And so we'll try to have some of that happening on the Bill Bunkley Show, especially during the uh, second hour when we have you, our answer, answer stations, with us here. So we're going to fight. He's going to fight. And I mean by fight is uh, we've got Jay Sekulow, who is, uh, as you know, Jay's with us every afternoon. Him and his son live on our answer stations at 5 o'clock. We got Pam, as in Pam Bondi, Rudy Giuliani, Jay Sekulow, others. And uh, there's some very smart people who are still in maybe coming to the end of the investigation stage. What I mean by that is each state is different, though they may have a commonality, and that is counting a whole lot of votes that shouldn't be counted or bags of votes that were stuffed, found, and I I just can't get the one bag out of my mind, an entire bag of votes, what, 60,000, 70,000 votes or whatever it was, all for Joe Biden. I mean, not a single vote for the independent, not a single vote for President Trump, and what do we have, like eight other people on the ballot? That's a pretty extraordinary event. I think, Jose, you were going to say something? Well, I just know that Cindy Powell, Attorney Cindy Powell today, Sydney Powell, yeah, she revealed uh, 600,000 ballots that are just um, filled with just Biden on them and nothing on the rest of the ticket. Isn't that? 600,000. Yeah. Folks, it's out there. And I like watch, I, I, you know, I... I <laughs> I looked at some of the posts, some of the posts that were commenting on my posts. And basically it's interested, well, hey, come on, dummy, you know it's over. Give it up. Move on. Blah, 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 blah. It's amazing to me, even if you're the most diehard Biden supporter, that we can't have a bipartisan insistence to find out If we've got a new daily machine, as in the Chicago daily machine, that's operating in multi-states today, that people don't even want to find out. And I'm going to tell you, there have been elections in this country and probably every state were people who got elected who probably shouldn't have got elected. Sometimes there's machine error. Now, what happens when you have widespread machine error? The supervisor of elections gets torched. So, you think there's ever any motivation to cover it up? Hey, let's get one more caller in before we get to the bottom of the hour. We'll be inviting Jim Wahlberg in. We have Laura on the line. Laura, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Oh, hi, Bill. I'm a first-time caller. Thank you very much. Um, Over the weekend, I was listening to several radio stations, 
And I heard that these ballots came from China. Well, let me be straight up, because that's what I do. I have not heard of any ballots coming from China. Just like there was yes. there was some folks saying that the CIA marked all the ballots and they were going to track the ballots. Uh, yes, I am getting a plethora of of things, but uh, I can't validate that one at all, just like I can't validate the CIA deal. Well, that's what I heard, and I think it's a very important point. I think it should be checked out. Uh, I agree. Every point should be checked out. Since Hunter Biden has a lot to do with China, and so does Joe Biden. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also, uh, the software was tampered with. And as everybody already knows, there was dead people voting. Um, at one of the Biden rallies, uh, someone said that Biden, now this was caught uh, by accident, but Biden said he had one of the best scams going and nobody's going to catch him. I think this whole thing needs to be thoroughly checked out. But, um, you know, it seemed kind of odd to me. That President Trump is holding all these rallies and Joe Biden sitting in his basement. He had a few rallies, but not that many. And uh, that proves the point because he and a lot of others knew that these ballots from China, which were already marked yeah. Biden, well, but it wasn't a whole ballot. It was well, I would I, I want to just caution you. I believe there's plenty of legitimate shenanigans that have happened here, and they may be costing Donald Trump the election. But, Laura, hey, thank you for keeping your eyes out, for keeping on it. But it's a time also to be very careful about everything that we're hearing because for me in my house, I want to pursue the things that we have some proof on because our credibility is very important in a matter like this. But, Laura, thank you so much for your contribution. Coming up next... Jim Albert going to be talking about his new book, The Big Hustle, A Boston Street Kid Story of Addiction and Redemption. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump has fired Defense Secretary Mark Esper. Esper, the president's second defense secretary, succeeding Jim Mattis, who resigned in 2018. Christopher Miller, the director of the National Counterterrorism Center, will serve as Acting Secretary. HUD Secretary Ben Carson has tested positive with the coronavirus. Carson, the first member of President Trump's cabinet known to have tested positive. Pfizer may be the first to develop a COVID-19 vaccine. Early data suggesting its vaccine may be 90% effective. The University of Notre Dame has implemented mandatory coronavirus testing for students and strict penalties for those who don't comply. That's after students rushed the school's football field to celebrate a double overtime upset of Clemson over the weekend. Stocks finishing mixed today. The Dow gained 834 points. The Nasdaq lost 181. This is SRN News. While the factories were slowing production and dealerships were running out of inventory, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on a buying spree. Now with over 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has one of the largest selections in the state. Before you buy elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want that the other guys might not. Their goal is never to lose your business over price, with many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit. 
And Moss Nissan Crystal River just received Nissan's prestigious Award of Excellence. Great job, guys. Searching for a new improved service experience? Moss Service Departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura's You Serve, You Save program, applying to vets, first responders, and active military, now includes pastors and church workers. The choice is simple. The choice is clear. The choice is here. Moss Nissan and Acura, Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue in Tampa at mossacura.com and mossnissan.com. My name is Namrita Singh Gujral. I am a filmmaker and an immigrant. My film, America's Forgotten, uncovers the unintended consequences of a broken immigration system. The seven-year-old girl died in the desert. This child came from the country of India. I'm living in the child. I can go to the police. I never expected this journey would lead me to a truth that I never intended to find. A great pillar of the community was killed by a man who had been deported at least twice. The public would be outraged if they knew the truth. I found how much Americans are being lied to regarding our immigration policies at the border. My friends, my industry, even my family all rallied against the final message of this film. All credits had to be hidden for fear of retribution. If you care about the future of America, you should watch America's Forgotten. Go to SalemNow.com and download America's Forgotten. Enter promo code TAMPA. How can you draw closer to God and increase your knowledge of His Word? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. By reading four chapters a day, you'll read the entire Bible in less than a year. Or pick a specific topic, such as the life of Christ or the New Testament. Choose among more than 20 free Bible reading plans from 45 to 100 days. BibleStudyTools.com lets you choose your favorite translation. Track your progress and grow your faith online at BibleStudyTools.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at Let's Talk Faith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show on Salem Media Group. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Well, as we're focused on so many things this past weekend, and including since, well, last Tuesday, tomorrow to be a week from the election, and for some in this audience, you continue to be a little dumbfounded, uh, a little shell-shocked, and so... Depending on who your candidate is, uh, certainly we have a lot of emotions that are, uh, well, flaring up all across America for the last week or so. But, you know, let's take it a couple of steps back. Because values are very important. Families, what I believe to be the first element of government, are very important. And there's a lot of destruction going on with the families. Uh, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys that are having kids and moving on, and now we are seeing what's happening, especially in some of our major cities, and it's about the kids. 
Well, my next guest, I want to tell you, he has a story to tell. He has a journey to relate. And uh, I'll tell you what, he knows what a lot of the kids are going through today. And I'm talking about Jim Wahlberg. I mean, Jim grew up in a very, very large Catholic family. And because he's got two of the of the whole host of siblings, he's got his brother Donnie, beloved for his role on Blue Bloods. You've got Mark, uh, various movies, and a producer involved with the restaurant. You've got Paul, who uh, with Wahlburgers in the restaurant chain. And guess what? I think it, for sure his mom and I think his aunt, Many of you have gotten to know the family, but maybe you don't know Jim as well as you know some of the rest. He's written a brand new book called The Big Hustle, a Boston Street Kid story of addiction and, more importantly, redemption. And our good friend Jim Cavizo wrote the foreword to this. And I want to tell you that he has been working in, around, and all around the addiction recovery movement in America for 25 years. He's got personal experiences to reach out to so many are, are, are caught in the grasp of this addiction. Um, he has created several short films on addiction. And uh, the one you need to see quickly is What About the Kids? A story about an eight-year-old uh, whose parents were addicted to opioids. And with that, Jim Wahlberg, good to have you with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Well... I guess you got some stories not only about your three brothers that uh, are on the big screen all the time, but your whole family. But uh, from what I gather, hey, before all the stardom, before all of everything, it was just a big family in Boston, right? That's right, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people that have heard my mom speak on Wahlburgers, um, she talks constantly about that, about who we are, where we came from the struggles that we faced. And uh, so, yeah, it didn't, it didn't start out glamorous for sure. Mm. Now your mom certainly wasn't an absentee mom from what I observe, <laughs> you know, contemporarily uh, watching some of the ep- episode of the uh, Wahlburgers, but you know, notwithstanding that you, you had a mom, very, very dedicated Catholic family, but yet tell us about your particular journey And uh, what was it like in your neighborhood in Boston, going back to the first you can remember? And then tell us about some of those things that came along, maybe some wrong choices, and then choices have, uh, you know, consequences. Take us back. Well, you know, coming from a family uh, of nine children and also, you know, some pretty significant financial difficulties, um, and then add in um, some alcohol on, on my dad's part, um, you know, you have sort of a, a brew of what most, maybe not most, but a lot of the people that were growing up where I grew up uh, faced. Um, we were fortunate enough that at one point we were living in a three-bedroom apartment, nine kids, two parents and a dog, mm. and my dad hit a number. You know, not with the lottery, but with the bookie that mm. sat in his car at the, at the corner of the street. And he put together enough money for a down payment on a house in a more uh, middle class neighborhood. And so when we moved, 
we went from being sort of all in the same boat. All the neighbors, we were all broke. We all took care of each other. We all could rely on each other. And we moved to a neighborhood where some folks had two cars. You know, they, they one parent worked, one parent stayed home. And, um, and we didn't have that luxury. You know, most of the time we didn't own a car. Uh, my dad drove a truck. So many days his truck was parked in front of our house. Mm-hmm. And there were many times we didn't have a washer or a dryer because he couldn't handle the wear and tear of nine kids laundry. And so it was not uncommon to see a bunch of us, you know, on the bus with green garbage bags full of dirty laundry going to the, going to the laundromat. And um, I definitely think that those economic difficulties um, contributed to a little bit of my feeling, maybe some shame. Uh, you know, we were we were on food stamps, and I'd have to go up to the local corner store to get milk and bread. And a lot of my brother Paul's older, uh, his older friends worked there. And for some reason, I had it in my mind that they were financially much better off than we were. Um, and so I would literally have to wait outside that store for hours for them to either go on a break or go home so that the older guy would be behind the counter and I could go in there with the food stamps because I felt so much shame. Now, clearly, looking back on that, my dad worked all his life. My mother worked all her life. It was not it was not a handout. It was it was a hand up, you know, we needed the help and we had to, and I know that it, it hurt my father to be in that position, but it was what it was. And it was more important for him to make sure we had food. Now you said something very interesting. And that is, I have to say that my family was far more Catholic by tradition than by faith. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is it was more of kind of just doing what the neighbors did. So on Sundays, everybody that was old enough, we didn't get taken to church, right, which is critical, right? Your parents need to take their children to church, not mm-hmm. send yes. them to church. Yes. And, but they were tired, man. They were worn out. And so on Sunday, we got sent out the door. Everybody who was old enough to walk to St. Gregory's, we got sent out the door. And there was usually about seven of us, and we'd go in seven different directions. <laughs> we'd all go. We'd all take the bulletin. <laughs> and then we'd all be at the park watching the cops play softball instead of going to going to mass. And I suspect that maybe my siblings felt kind of the way I did about it, right? Which was we were kind of raised with the God's going to get you, mm-hmm. right? Which is a terrible thing to do to a child, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. right? I think this uh, healthy fear is okay, but if I if uh, if I'm constantly consumed with God's going to get me and I'm never getting a message of God loves you, right? then that's a problem, right? If you're trying to instill faith in somebody. And so, you know, I never felt comfortable in church. I I never felt, and I'm not, it was nobody. The people in the other pews were not thinking about me. They were thinking about their own families. They were thinking about their own difficulties. They were thinking about their own faith. And, but I somehow had it in my head that, you know, that they were better than me or they thought they were better than me when that clearly is not the case, right? Um, But, so I struggled with that. I struggled with faith. I struggled with shame. I struggled with uh, acceptance and not feeling good enough and, and feeling less than and wanting to be wanted and wanted to be loved and, you know, all the things that I think 
I think maybe a lot of kids feel that way, but mine was amplified. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I had my first drink when I was eight years old mm-hmm. and was the older kids in the neighborhood thought it'd be funny to watch the little kid drink. Mm-hmm. And nothing really happened to me in, in by way of, I didn't become an alcoholic that day or an addict that day. But what I did, I think I, I felt a need to have that attention again. I felt the need to want that attention and to be able to make people laugh and to, and to be liked, you know? And so the next time I drank, it was a similar situation, except this time I stole somebody's wallet from the local YMCA and brought it up to these hippies who lived up the street from me. And they were much older than me. And there was $50 in that, in that wallet. And for that $50, I got a foot of Budweiser and, and a pack of cigarettes. That was 1975. That was not a very good deal. And, uh, but the and, hustle, you know, but the hustle was beginning. The hustle was well underway already by then. The hustle was well underway by then. Between that first drink and that second drink, I didn't use again. I didn't drink again. But certainly, my behavior became altered, and I started to do things. You know, I started to always trying to sort of find the wrong people to hang around with, and you know, uh, and and I was getting into stuff. I was getting into trouble. Just little trouble, nothing that was setting off alarm bells in anybody's head. But I was, I was, you know, I was the kid that would steal the milk money, you know, from the teacher. I was that guy. And I was always into something. And so I get drunk again. Now I get really drunk, not again, but for the first time. But I drink again and I get drunk and I go home and I throw up on my mother's kitchen floor. Mm. And she is obviously in shock. What's going on? But you, all you can smell is alcohol. And she says, where did you get it? And I point to the street, up the street to the hippies who are up there still hanging out partying. And, um, and she goes up there and she beats the head hippie up over the head with her shoe. <laughs> and I get locked in my room for three days. And it's the middle of July and I'm 10 years old. And I believe that my family, my parents, you know, they come from a generation of when you, you, know, you catch a kid smoking cigarettes, you make him smoke a pack of cigarettes, he gets sick. He doesn't smoke mm-hmm, again, mm-hmm. right? That was their rationale. And I think they thought I was so violently ill and so violently hung over from this episode that they really thought I would probably never drink again. And so after a few days of being locked in my room, I was allowed to go back out. And I went out and I was back at that hippie's house five, five minutes later, ready to pay the price for telling them as long as I could have some more. Mm. And it wasn't just so I could have some more alcohol, but so I could have some more attention, right? So I could, so I could be part of their little, their little crew, you know? And, um, and things started to spiral out of control pretty rapidly. You know, I was, again, constantly in trouble. I, and another important thing, I think, to share we got about, with you. We, th- we got about 30 seconds. Take a break. You're going to be with us past the break, but I just want to tell you, i got to bring it in for a landing here yep. in a second on part one. Part two is going to be what you're doing today, but go ahead. Great. Well, I just wanted to say, I went to seven different schools from first grade to seventh grade based on the, uh, the integration of the Boston Public Schools. And so, I mean, take a kid that's broken and send them to seven different schools in seven years, mm. and, and it's going to get a lot worse. Mm. Mm. I want to just tell you, our guest is Jim Wahlberg. He's a speaker, author, and executive director of the Mark Wahlberg Youth Foundation. Okay. And he's one of us. He's a Florida resident right here in Miramar. 
Now, when we come back, I'm talking about his new book that I highly recommend, especially if you work with youth. The Big Hustle, a Boston Street Kid, a Boston Street Kid story of addiction and redemption. What you hear is you hear of a young person feeling inferior, trying to figure out what he has to do to fit in. And that is so replicated all across America. When we come back, we've got some hope. Because you're going to be talking to Jim, hearing from Jim, who kicked the addiction, and he's living a life of redemption. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. More with Jim Walberg. If you're ready to do something about that outdated kitchen or bath, remember, with About Face Cabinetry, you can replace your cabinets for half the cost, half the time, and half the mess of complete replacement. Their work is flawless and is backed up with the exclusive AFC Lifetime Warranty. Best of all, they do it for half the price in as little as three days, and yes, including granite or quartz countertops. I've had the About Face team in my home and talk about going the extra mile. They worked late on Christmas Eve updating our master bath to make sure the job was done right. You'll be amazed when you go to AboutFaceCabinetry.com and see the absolutely gorgeous kitchens and baths they've installed all around the Bay Area. Reface your cabinets for half the cost, half the time, and half the mess. Call About Face Cabinetry at 813-777-4088. That's 813-777-4088 or go to AboutFaceCabinetry.com. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Coast Tax. Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8.36, so if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. If God spoke to you right now and said, when you get home today, I'm going to meet you in the den. I trust that you'll be there. You'd rush out of here to get home. The truth is God is willing to meet you every day in your private place where you meet. It may be someplace that everybody else walks by. But let me tell you why the place is important. If you'll choose a place like that, Here's what happens. You begin to program your thinking, and you program your mind. The only thing you do in there is pray. That's where you and God fellowship. That's where you bring your burdens, and you unload to Him, and you cry out to Him, and you plead with Him. There's something about a place that can become very, very precious to you in your prayer time. 
Because that's the only thing you do right there. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let'sTalkFaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation, a promise kept for more than two centuries, a promise of the Marines. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. This is the Bill Bunkley Show, Monday afternoon, talking about something so very important. And I believe it rivals what we're trying to figure out about the election. That is our kids, the nation's kids. And someone who knows a little bit about their struggles is my guest today for a second segment, Jim Wahlberg, speaker, author, executive director of the Mark Wahlberg Youth Foundation. Also one of us lives right here in Miramar, Florida, with he and his family, active members at St. John uh, the 23rd Parish. And now I want to talk about the, not only you need to pick up this book, what, 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 a compelling read about his story, The Big Hustle, a Boston street kid story of addiction and redemption. But that leads to the Mark Wahlberg Youth Foundation. You know, with so many of these kids, it's the same pattern. Feeling of inferiority, wanting to be somebody, maybe want to escape, and then you land in addiction. And as you get older and harder to deal with, as a young person, you might find yourself, well, phase two, homeless. Well, it won't be long before you're stealing, robbing, burglary, whatever it is, and you find yourself in jail. And the question is, uh, is it a wake-up call in jail? Is there a diversion opportunity for you, or are you now prepared of a life of crime? Well, what the Mark Wahlberg Youth Foundation is all about is to remove and eliminate barriers that prevent youth from succeeding. And a lot of that is in Jim's testimony. So tell us now, by the way, the website is the Mark Wahlberg Youth Foundation.org. Mark Wahlberg Youth Foundation.org. Maybe you'd like to contact Jim to maybe come speak at your church or your event. But Jim, tell us now, we've got about... uh, uh, four minutes or so remaining. Tell us about the Mark Wahlberg Youth Foundation and uh, how folks can plug into that. Sure. So, I mean, you, I think you said a lot about about the foundation, but I think it's important to know that we we've partnered with the with the DEA, and we are in the midst of doing um, opioid youth summits. Of course, they're virtual now, but prior to them being virtual, prior to what's going on in the world. Right now, uh, we were doing events that range between 5,000 and 10,000 kids per event. And basically what we're trying to do is we're trying to educate young people. We're trying to help them to learn how to make healthy choices. And, uh, and what we do is we bring them together. We have experts in the field. We have people with personal experience. We also show a film that I made called uh, If Only. And uh, when the film ends, 
this uh, anywhere from 50 to 250 moms and dads who have lost their children to overdoses. Wow. Holding their photos. Mm. And you can hear a pin drop in that place. 10,000 kids. Mm-mm-mm. And it makes it very real for them. And, um, and so one couple will share their testimony. And then we go into the healthy choice part of it. And ultimately, you know, we have lost hundreds of thousands of young people to opioid overdoses in the last 10 years, hundreds and hundreds of thousands. And uh, we started to see a downward trend, and then we hit a pandemic, which then makes everybody separate and isolate again. And people that are that are fragile, that have addiction or mental mental health issues, that's, that's a very taking a difficult situation and making it much more difficult. Mm. And so the fear now is, and what we're seeing is that the trend is, is trending upward again, and the overdose death numbers are way up. The non-fatal overdose numbers are way up. And first-time use is through the roof. And so we we need to do all that we can. We need to be on the front lines. We need to to be talking to children. The answers lie with them. They just need to be pointed in the right direction for sure. Mm. And I got to tell you, with Oregon just voting to decriminalize oh. hard, heavy drugs, yep. uh, it's not going to be the government that's going to reach out to these kids. Mm-mm. And it's not going to be, and I'll just say this is me, I'm not speaking on behalf of Jim, but it's not a uh, Biden-Harris sort of social services that's going to provide the answer here. This is what nonprofit work is all about. And so two things. Number one, I want you to go and, and, and see the movie, um, if only. And then I, well, want I also want, can I can interrupt for a second? Because quickly, the new quickly, film, quickly. The new film that's out now is What About the Kids? That's where I was going. And go you, ahead. Go ahead. Okay, great. It's whataboutthekidsfilm.com. And you can see the story of that eight-year-old girl that you were talking about and her loss. And ultimately, they start to heal this family. Mm. Well, I want to tell you, thank you so much for your transparency. Uh, The book that you need to get right away is The Big Hustle by Jim Wahlberg, uh, forwarded by Jim Caviezo. And the main thing is, is yes, this is a story about addiction, but the main thing is redemption, the road to redemption, and the fact that Jim, uh, as well as his family, have been so open to say, hey, Here's our story. Might be close to your story. Hey, plug in with uh, the uh, the Mark Wahlberg Youth Foundation, and uh, I think we can. I think we can provide not only parents, guardians, but kids with some answers. And so, again, the book to start is "The Big Hustle: A Boston Street Kid's Story of Addiction and Redemption." Then, right now, you can also order that on Amazon and go right now to MarkWahlbergYouthFoundation.org. A lot of folks need to plug in and to stand with them. Jim Wahlberg, hey, thank you. Thank you for your family. It's been fun to watch you guys uh, on the big screen, and thank you for all of what you're doing and especially being with us today. Thank you. Take care. God bless. God bless. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Here's a common question. What are you going to do with your life? What's next? For high school students, graduates, and working adults ready to learn new skills to start a new career or enhance their career, there's Salem Career Hub. Online at SalemCareerHub.com. Prepare for the next step in your education. 
Get connected with top-ranked online schools and leading skills-based short-term training programs like full-stack software development from the co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak, to online XR programs, teaching hands-on vocational courses for HVAC, welding, plumbing, facilities management, electricians, solar, and more, all at a special reduced Salem Career Hub price. Better your life through education. Our team of education professionals are available to help you Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Time. Just call 866-711-6275, 866-711-6275, or visit 24-7 SalemCareerHub.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at Let'sTalkFaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Cheers over Pfizer announcing that they may have a COVID-19 vaccine that works in 90% of cases since stocks soaring today. The news means people could return to office buildings, shopping centers, and a normal way of life. The Dow closed up 834 points with the S&P 500 up 1.2%. However, drops in big tech companies like Apple and Microsoft, which have thrived during the pandemic, dragged the Nasdaq composite lower. It was down 181 points. Both President Trump and former Vice President Biden are applauding the news of early vaccine results. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports. Word of Pfizer's 90 percent effective rate prompted the president to tweet stock market a big vaccine coming soon. Great news. Biden issued a statement calling it excellent news and a cause for hope. But he quickly cautioned that the end of the battle against COVID-19 is still months away. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the government's top infectious disease expert, said the early results are just extraordinary. Greg Clugston, Washington. Top Republican lawmakers are getting behind President Trump's demand for transparency in the vote counts of last Tuesday's election. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says the U.S. has institutions which are well-equipped to handle recount issues. If any major irregularities occurred this time of a magnitude that would affect the outcome, then every single American should want them to be brought to light. And if Democrats feel confident they have not occurred, they should have no reason to fear any extra scrutiny. Once again on Wall Street, the Dow up by 834 points to 29,157. The Nasdaq, however, dropped 181. The S&P 500 advanced 41. This is SRN News. Fallen behind in your credit card payments during the shutdown? You're probably feeling some added pressures. And even a brief history of late payments can lead to a big drop in your credit score. But you don't have to solve these problems alone. Trinity Debt Management can help. We'll work with your creditors, put a stop to late fees and other penalties, and make a plan that helps you get caught up. We'll also consolidate your bills into one easy-to-manage monthly payment and negotiate much lower interest rates. Not only will you find immediate relief, you'll save thousands. And don't worry, it's not a loan. It's a smart way to get back on track. All you have to do is give Trinity a quick call, and we'll take care of the rest. Right now, no one really knows what the future will bring, but one thing is for sure. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Here's the number. Call 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. Saudi Arabia has hosted a religious freedom conference. It is encouraging, and there is really a sea change going on 
uh, in uh, the governments and leadership in a lot of the Islamic world. Sam Brownback is U.S. Ambassador at Large for International Religious Freedom. And they're starting to open up and to expand and to say really the way forward for us to have security uh, and for us to have a growing economy for our people uh, is to have religious freedom and tolerance and respect. Pastor Robert Jeffress of First Baptist Dallas says if Joe Biden becomes president, quote, Christians would have the same responsibility to him that they have to President Trump. They should commend his good policies, condemn his bad ones, and pray for his success. Jeffress also point out, points out it's premature to talk about a Biden presidency, noting Al Gore and George W. Bush spent weeks contesting the results of the 2000 election before the Supreme Court ruled in Bush's favor. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. See, if you're going to choose a guy... I would submit you want to choose the most powerful. Don't just go along with the crowd. Don't plead ignorance. Look in Jeremiah 32. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. I'm the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open. In Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Hour number three. Looking a little dark outside. Isn't this storm crazy? I mean, I'm talking to what, about Eta? I'm glad we're not at Zeta. I don't know if Zeta's one of the numbers, but... That would really mean we had a banner (laughs) hurricane season. But have you watched this storm? Now, I know a lot of us have been, you know, I have to watch everything. Kind of like goes with the job description. But so I'm watching this storm that's kind of creeping around and going into the Yucatan Peninsula. And by the way, a lot of mudslides. I mean, let's, let's remember that we need to be praying for the folks down there for sure. And then this thing starts doing a loop-de-loop. I'm not kidding you. I mean, it starts looking like one of the roller coasters at SeaWorld or Bush Gardens. 
So it kind of goes in, and it goes in a kind of a counterclockwise fashion. Well, hurricanes do themselves are counterclockwise, but the movement of the storm, so it comes back out almost to where it was. Then, with the stirring currents, it heads up and over Cuba, clears Cuba, and we've got a pretty significant high-pressure ridge that pushed it off now into uh, the Gulf of Mexico. Let me just look real quick, uh, because I am curious. I know you are as well. So let me see uh, what the radar puts this uh, storm at with the 5 o'clock advisory. Um, Wow. Wow. Breaking news. Did you see this? All right. Um, This is why you have to keep an eye. I woke up this morning warning folks that the extended track had the hurricane bending over to Tampa. I'm looking at the 5 o'clock advisory from where it's at right now. And it is west of Havana. I I don't have any of the specifics, but it's far enough out in the Gulf. Guess what? It's now got a track of just about due north. And, in fact, it's kind of going northwest. And, I mean, we're talking about, like, 60 miles east of uh, Tallahassee is where it's pointing to. It's not even pointing to Tallahassee. Now, we are still in the cone, barely. Uh, I can tell you, if you are in Fort Myers, you're out of the cone. If you are in any of our interior counties uh, for uh, Fate Talk 570, 910, if you're in any of our internal uh, counties, you're just about out of the cone. And quite frankly, going north of here, you know, Pasco, Hudson, Citrus, all of that, you are still in the path. But what a turnaround. What a turnaround. This thing came in uh, just about due west of Honduras, dropped down a little bit towards uh, Nicaragua, went in, went through Honduras. If some of you know where... La Ciba in Honduras is. Honduras borders Guatemala and then Belize. So the storm kind of comes out of the mountains of Honduras, pops out a little left of La Ciba, off the coast of Belize, does a little zigzag, then starts heading back, I mean, probably east, East-northeast, maybe, kind of. So it heads back over, curls up and goes through Cuba, exit the other side of Cuba, comes into the Florida Straits, curls around, actually goes over probably Marathon, the first third or half of the Keys, heads out into the Gulf, decides it's going to now go back to the um, uh, to the southwest. I'm talking about it's done an S. It's done a reverse S. And then it's going to now have new stirring currents. And instead of coming up, and at one time it was bearing into 
Tampa Bay, Sarasota Bay. Uh, we're now talking about due north, and it's got a little, a little curly clue to the left, and that could put it right now. It would put it midway between if it went straight from that last uh, curly cue, it would put it coming in somewhere. Of course, down on the coast, uh, but coming in somewhere between Tallahassee and Pensacola. Now, I'm just going to watch this thing because you you got Mobile, Alabama, which is right across the border from Pensacola. And then you got that that little bit of Alabama, and then you get into New Orleans. Now, you know New Orleans has been hit, hit, hit. I'm just going to pray that this storm goes away. I never pray for it to miss one area to hit another one. But I got to tell you, in my personal opinion, Lord, you know, New Orleans has really gotten it, but it's your purposes, and I uh, I yield to everything you want to do, Lord. But nonetheless, what a story. Well, I was going to talk about maybe some of the precautions you might want to do. I was going to talk about the fact that we've watched them go by for so long. Don't get, uh, you know, don't get uh, to the point where, eh, I'll pick up some water. That about to do it. Wouldn't do that if I were you when the time comes. So, anyway, that is what's happening. Phone lines open, 877-943-9673. And I'm looking. I thought I brought it in. Maybe I didn't. Looking for some water. Okay. Let's have a little discussion about the word. And right now, as some of us are worried to death, wringing our hands, I got to tell you that, am I frustrated? Oh, yeah. Is it a sad deal? You betcha. Am I going to let Satan have the victory? Absolutely not. Now, that doesn't come necessarily just by osmosis. Oh, thank you, Jose. It doesn't come by... That's fine. Cold. That's cold. Oh, yeah, this one. Here. Thank you. Um, mm, Very, very good. Got the old leukemia mouth going today. Well... Here's here's how our walk with the Lord works. First of all, this morning I hope you put on the full armor of God. Because Satan is working overtime with a lot of fiery darts coming in. A lot of darts having to do with the national debacle that we are looking at. And, you know, some of those fiery darts is what we're dealing with. Individuals. Individually. Now, we must be aware that we have to prepare ourselves every day. And part of the preparation right now is to ask the Lord for his wisdom. To ask the Lord to fill you with his power, both of which through the Holy Spirit. And, again, through the Holy Spirit, with his strength. 
And then you know that you're going to get these attacks from Satan. And right now, the attacks are have a lot to do with despair and discouragement. Fiery arrow of despair. Boom. Incoming. Fiery arrow coming into your life. Heard a little snippet of a news report. Discouragement. Now, it is easy, and we've got a lot of these incoming. But the biblical principle is you put on a full armor of God, and then you purpose. You purpose to be ready. You purpose, and and this is when you're talking to the Lord, you purpose in your life with him that these fiery darts are going to come in for several days to come, and they are not going to overwhelm you. They are not going to get you so low that I know some people have been calling in sick to work. I know that a lot of people didn't go to church this Sunday. Just stunned. Where is God? Why didn't God act already? Etc. 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 The first place I'd send you is to the Psalms. To try to understand when others were crying out to the Lord, where are you? Why haven't you acted? Why did you let this happen? Remind you when Lazarus died, Martha and Mary, trying to get Jesus to come back to, the, to, to their village. He was sick, and then he died. And Jesus was ministering. And Jesus said, basically, I'll be there, but I'm not coming right now, paraphrasing. And so by the time he got there, Lazarus was dead. Now, he talked about the fact that the principle is his timing. And when he finally got to Bethany, he raised Lazarus from the dead. And Lazarus had been dead long enough to where it was an unpleasant smell when they rolled away that stone. But yet, in a demonstration of who he is and who who he was and who he is today, Jesus used that. Lazarus was brought back to life. He lived, was restored. And Jesus had a, a very important miracle to shore up the faith of the believers, and to draw in the unbelievers. We don't know all of the will and purposes of where we are at this moment, but God knows. And remember, He's in charge of this battle. He's leading the battle. He's calling the strategy. And men and women who are engaged in this or trying to discern the facts, the potential fraud, the overcounting. And so I can't tell you how it's going to turn out, but I can tell you right now, I'm rejoicing this afternoon because my Lord and Savior is with me. I'm Bill Bunkley. If you're ready to do something about that outdated kitchen or bath, remember, with About Face Cabinetry, you can replace your cabinets for half the cost 
half the time and half the mess of complete replacements. Their work is flawless and is backed up with the exclusive AFC Lifetime Warranty. Best of all, they do it for half the price in as little as three days, and yes, including granite or quartz countertops. I've had the About Face team in my home and talk about going the extra mile. They worked late on Christmas Eve updating our master bath to make sure the job was done right. You'll be amazed when you go to AboutFaceCabinetry.com and see the absolutely gorgeous kitchens and baths they've installed all around the Bay Area. Reface your cabinets for half the cost, half the time, and half the mess. Call About Face Cabinetry at 813-777-4088. That's 813-777-4088 or go to AboutFaceCabinetry.com. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? Taking vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin C. Aquapowder's vitamin C is delicious when added to water and provides you with 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C to boost your immune system and increase your energy. Transform your water into wellness with Aquapowder's vitamin C, available at Amazon. That's Aquapowder's with a Z, available at Amazon. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Want to remind you that uh, you can win a five-day Bible study experience with uh, the lead singer with Casting Crowns, Mark Hall. And with that, you're going to get a chance to get a couple of their very golden albums. You're going to be part of a, a virtual Bible study where you can interact with Mark. There's an iPad involved, journals, all sorts of uh, backup uh, products for that particular experience. Go right now to our website at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, and uh, put your name in that hat. You can register every day, I think, until about uh, the middle of November, and um, you're going to pick a winner. Also, we've got a brand new book, and you can also register for that when you are at letstalkfaith.com. This is our book of the month from Salem Books. It is written by uh, Ron Archer, and the question is, what belief can do? And you can win a copy of this by going to our website, letstalkfaith.com. We'll have two that are signed autograph books. We'll have three other brand new books. But... uh, You know, Ron's story is going to inspire you to trust God with the impediments facing you. They could be big ones, could be minor speed bumps.
but he was born to a biracial teenage mom. And she was forced by poverty to become a prostitute. He survived an abortion that his mother's pimp forced her to have. Abused, bullied, rejected by a stepfather. He stuttered. He was a bedwetter, overweight kid, overweight kid uh, who banged his head against the wall to knock himself to sleep at night. At age 10, he was going to commit suicide. But the gun did not fire. Afterward, a school teacher and a widowed neighbor stepped in and shared the love of God with him. That forever changed his life. In this message-driven memoir, Archer shows you how regardless of background and experiences, God can transform your pain, pain to power, and misery to ministry. Go right now. We've got uh, two signed copies. We've got uh, three others. You can register every day for Ron Archer's book, What Belief Can Do, all the way to the end of November. Either on any of our social platforms, you can put your email in every day at letstalkfaith.com. Click on the banner for uh, the book. A couple of updates this afternoon. I want to emphasize these are headline stories coming in from um, One America News Network. This is breaking Georgia and Nevada to begin investigations into the election. This came out this morning. Are you ready to wear a mask everywhere mandated by the federal government? Are you ready to get into a little rowboat, go out in the middle of a lake, go fishing? And fear that you may be busted because you didn't wear your mask? Mr. Biden plans to meet with governors to initiate nationwide mask mandates. A lot of folks are on the streets in Philadelphia to support President Trump with what's going on in that state. A lot of headlines for us to be considering and praying about. I hope you will. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Let's have a, a little chat. A couple questions for you this afternoon. Would you say that you have limitless confidence in Jesus Christ? Do you know that you know that you know that in every situation, even when the outcomes don't go your way, could you tell me today, Bill, I give a testimony that I have limitless confidence in Jesus Christ. You know, that is the goal of the Christian life. That's part of the walk sanctification 
Do you believe in supernatural miracles? Do you believe that God is still in the miracle business? Do you believe God still comes through with miracles? So why is he taking us through these days post-election? In our human worldly understanding, it's tough to pinpoint exactly what his purpose is. But if we look at how God deals with you and deals with me, you know, God has and is taking me through trials. I'm in the midst of a serious ongoing trial today. And it's sometimes through these trials that we see the miracle of God. So why does God take you and me through trials? We don't like them. We don't want them. We want them to be over ASAP. But we know, according to the Word of God, that God takes you and I through trials to make us useful to Him. That's a key principle I want to elaborate on this afternoon. God take God, first of all, God allows trials, and then he will take you through a trial, and as a result of going through that trial, you become more useful to him, his gospel, his plan in your life. Now, when we come back, I want to talk about the parallel principle. Why is God taking his people through this election trial? What's his purpose in this? Could it be that we're calling, we're being called to a higher level of usefulness to him in our country? A wake up call that he's using this to train us how to be more useful? How to get revival in our lives. Share that revival with others. Think about that. More on that in a minute. Bill Bunkley, Washington on the Wall, 877-943-9673. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says President Donald Trump is 100% within his rights to question election results and consider legal options. The Republican leader says the process will play out and reach its conclusion. The president has declined to concede the presidential race and is mounting legal fights. McConnell's comments were his first public remarks. Democratic Senate Leader Chuck Schumer called the GOP refusal to accept the outcome dangerous to democracy. Meanwhile, Republicans are citing irregularities in areas including Pennsylvania and Michigan, but they face long odds given the Electoral College tally and recent court rulings. Mr. Trump has yet to concede the race. A good day on Wall Street as the Dow is up by 834 points to 29,157. The S&P advancing 41, but the Nasdaq on worries about tech stock. The Moss family of dealerships has a new addition. I'm Bill Carl here to tell you about the new Moss Acura on North Florida Avenue in Tampa. 
Acura outshines the competition with their flagship, the RDX SUV. Equipped with a powerful 2-liter turbocharged engine and standard features, including the panoramic moonroof, Wi-Fi mobile hotspot, and Apple CarPlay. Seats are covered in butter-soft leather, and the hands-free liftgate makes loading groceries a breeze. And with Moss Acura, you get the same high level of customer service Moss Nissan's known for. Each vehicle comes with Moss Care, including lifetime oil changes, entire rotations, surface shield protection, and more. Veterans, active military, and first responders receive huge benefits with the You Serve, You Save program, as do pastors and church workers. And the choice is simple. The choice is clear. The choice is here. Visit Moss Acura on North Florida Avenue in Tampa next to Moss Nissan. Online at mossacura.com. My name is Namrita Singh Gujral. I am a filmmaker and an immigrant. My film, America's Forgotten, uncovers the unintended consequences of a broken immigration system. The seven-year-old girl died in the desert. This child came from the country of India. I'm living in the child. I can go to the police. I never expected this journey would lead me to a truth that I never intended to find. A great pillar of the community was killed by a man who had been deported at least twice. The public would be outraged if they knew the truth. I found how much Americans are being lied to regarding our immigration policies at the border. My friends, my industry, even my family all rallied against the final message of this film. All credits had to be hidden for fear of retribution. If you care about the future of America, you should watch America's Forgotten. Go to SalemNow.com and download America's Forgotten. Enter promo code TAMPA. Start the morning right. Weekday mornings at 5.30. It's Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. And Paul says it in Romans 9.15, For he saith to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And that's our God today. Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Weekday mornings at 5.30 on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at Let's Talk Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here. The phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Uh, just having a discussion this afternoon exploring how um, some people are looking at the election, some people are praying about the election, um, taking a little look at uh, what the Bible has to say about uh, maybe some areas that we could consider and uh, seek his counsel on. I've been talking about the question, are you 100% sold out uh, to Jesus Christ? Do you have limitless confidence in Jesus? And let me say the word of God from Genesis 1 to the end of Revelation. I mean, are you all in or are there portions that you're in on and not in on? And so you're making decisions, uh, you know, outside of what we believe to be the inspired uh, word of God through the Holy Spirit. 
And through that, um, the question is, how are we reacting to this? And for many, this is a significant trial, trying to understand um, the non-election at the moment of uh, President Trump. And so we've been talking about the fact of trials. And since 2017, I've been, quite frankly, one would call the trial for my life. Uh, In my journey, in my fight against leukemia. And so I can tell you that it's been a significant trial. And through that, God has spoken to me all the time. I have felt his presence, his leading, his guiding. And I know that he has a plan. And I also know that I believe that uh, he's made me more useful to him. Kind of like Jim Wahlberg of his upbringing in the last segment. Being able to relate to kids on the streets, opioid kids. And so the question is, right now, it's not over. We don't know the outcome. But the question is, uh, talk about the presidential election. If we know that God takes us through trials to make us more useful to him, is he taking the nation through? For those who acknowledge him and will follow him, sold out to him, is he using this to make them more useful to his gospel? 877-943-9673. Kelly in St. Petersburg is joining us. Kelly, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Hey, Bill. Um, I've been listening forever since before your journey started with leukemia. Um, you're very special to me. I've prayed for you. Happy to have you back. I, you know, but so to answer your question is, yes, limitless faith in Christ Jesus. He is the truth more than my thoughts, my heart, my feelings could go. Doubt comes in when there's sin. That's the only time I have doubt and things that happen in life because it's like, did I allow something to happen because I fell short? You know, I backtracked. Mm-hmm. And I think this waiting period um, with the election, it's like more than anything, we should all be repenting right now. So no matter what the Amen. outcome is, we know that we can end it through Christ Jesus. He's the truth no matter the evil. You know, he told us, he warned us. It'd be crazy to see things happen now, and um, he puts us in places to minister. Um, there's a story I learned throughout this process, um, this election here, that about there was um, a man, a guy who went to prison, treated horribly, praying in the middle of the night, and he should have been wounded, but he was up glorifying God in the horrible circumstances, and the prison shook. And it let all the all the prisoners go. And back then, if <laughs> the prisoners got let go as a guard, you were killed. But the thing is, all that happened for them to go back to tell them this is God that did this, the, the guard, and that he may be saved so that his family, because, you know, the head of the household is right. the head of the saved. The family is saved. So it's like, I've been persecuted because of these things that we feel towards such a strong thing in our nation right now. And it's like, I'll go through the tribulation for you to get the truth. Um, so... I can't remember everything. I've been on hold for a while and heard of some of that. But, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Praying today at five for um, the president. And, you know, either way it goes, I thank him for the time and the grace to even let us see these things happening and know that he is the truth. If you can't understand it, go to the Bible, and there is truth. And it's like more hearts to be turned. If you think more hearts to be turned under this person or be more time and grace period with um, President Trump, let his will be done above all. In Christ's name, amen. Now, now Kelly, don't hang up because, number one, thank you, dear sister. You're just so kind and just just overwhelmed me. But I want to just comment on two things. Your 
uh, I, in my spirit, I sensed that you have been allowing the Holy Spirit to guide your life and that you are speaking today in two important truths. Number one, uh, you talked about as we're in this pause, and I wrote down two words, is God calling us individually to self-examination? Self-examination. What? What? How have we lived for him in the last several months during this election time? Um, how much have we tried to educate uh, our neighbors, our friends, not about the personality of Donald Trump or Joe Biden, uh, but about the values? Because we have to find out if we, as I said, have limitless confidence in, in Christ Jesus. And when we don't have confidence, we need to immediately pray, ask forgiveness, share the fact that we have an attack or something uh, coming on, and ask Jesus to just build us back up, and the Spirit will do that. So we have self-examination. And the other uh, just absolutely deep wisdom that you shared, and I'm going to kind of put it in layman's terms, we got to know what we're talking about. we got to know what the Bible says. Now, we may not have, we, we may not, I don't believe you have to be able to quote verbatim a hundred scriptures, but if you've got the biblical principles after years of reading through and studying, A, when you, when you know what the Bible has to say, then you can have confidence about a sharing, well, you know what? It is through the trials that he really uses us. And, and I listen to your tender heart and your message that you have brought to West Central Florida. Uh, it's very clear. It's clear on in three areas. Number one, this was election about the sanctity of life. Team A wanted to protect life. Team B wants to be able to exterminate children all the way up to being born. And by the way, if there's an accident and they're born, you watch. They want to go. So if you are a kingdom voter, you already know who is standing for life if you're serious about your Christian walk. Number two, very clear about gender. I mean, God created man and woman. Now, we've got gender dysphoria and we've got other things going on, but it's clear that one team believes that the way God created this, this world that it's male and female, and by the way, that works so well with his creation, with reproduction and everything, and another one wants to redefine and to suggest that all hybrid forms of anybody getting together with anything is going to work and be called, you know, uh, a family, and that's number three. We got one that was sold out on marriage and one uh, party that wants to have all sorts of hybrids uh, in fact, they believe that man, men and women should redefine uh, what gender is and what marriage is. And those of us that are Orthodox Christians, uh, we know that God has a different viewpoint and we side with God. So it fits right into what you said, Kelly, about the fact that we've got to know the word and then we've got to stand on the word. But it all starts with each of us right now. How do we get here, Lord? Look at my life. Speak to me as self-examination. So, Kelly, love your wisdom. Thank you so much for praying for Can me. Can I just say one thing? Yes, go ahead. On your last thing, absolutely, 100%. But with those people, it's like I, I work with um, postpartum, 
And I know, um, like, two little parts down there on the woman, she was married. But anyway, the Holy Spirit is different. He gives us peace that passes all understanding to perspective. So I know people, because sin is in the world, they will never have sex to say that. So it's like, oh, well, if I'm not interested in this, you know, it's, maybe you were meant to work with children, but not two men raise a girl or something. But he gives you the perspective, and we're not going to get 100% joy in this world. It's fallen. And you just got to say, that's not my story. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen for mm-hmm. me. So that's a different perspective. Amen. Okay. Yes. Amen. Kelly. Amen. Hey, thank you so much for your faithfulness and uh, thank you for being part of our part of our, our family here. God bless you. Amen. 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 Eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. As we look about this this idea of self examination. You know, it's kind of funny. When you meet someone that's sold out, even if you're not a Christian. Now, you're not going to get this on the media level or the real elite level, but you just engage the culture where you are always cheerful. When you're out, you can tell there's something different. You have the joy of the Lord. And you're always deferring. You're always encouraging. And you're also engaging about that other people's lives and their struggles it is important to you because you've learned by the word of God, it's important to God. And so this leads to the trials make us useful. Knowing that wherever you're at today, it is in fact the will of God. That's not a cliche. In your life, it's according to the will of God. And on the national level, where we find ourselves, it's the will of God. And when we trust him, and we don't, in the back of our mind, start thinking, well, he must have been asleep at the switch. Or why why would he Why would he this? Why would he that? Well, a lot of that is above my pay grade. We'll find out when we get to heaven. But when you have an intimate relationship with Jesus, and I mean intimate, I mean you're talking to him all the time, so much so that maybe your workmates may know that, you know, you're kind of having this this out-of-this-world conversation, if you will. But it's that relationship, that, that, that intimate relationship during the day. And I was reading in Oswald Chambers, think about this. Faith should be as easy and sure as breathing. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you ever fret over the fact that you may go to your kitchen sink, turn on the water, and there'll be no water? Think about that moment. That You go and you're going to rinse out the coffee pot or whatever. It doesn't even enter your mind that... That sink is not going to, the faucet is not going to work. The sink's not going to get rid of the, of the liquid. Oswald Chambers tells us that as we're on the road of sanctification, we need to get to the point where our trust in God is just like the trust that you do when you walk over to that sink. I mean, our faith should be as easy and sure as breathing And unless we're having some sort of issue, 
or we caught a cold or something like that, or we've just run a mile and we just had to push through the barrier. During the day, we don't even think about breathing. Is your intimate, close relationship with Jesus as sure as breathing, as sure as the water faucet in the kitchen is going to flow? Remember, there is no such thing as chance in your daily life. Let me repeat. There is no such thing as chance in your daily life. Do you believe it? If you don't, I point you back to the scriptures. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673. I'm your watchman on the wall this afternoon, sharing and teaching. I'll be right back. I wonder what it was like when Christ first walked among his creation in human form. Hello, I'm Chuck Swindoll. When Jesus walked on this earth, he came to the Sea of Galilee, and he saw that sea as no one else had ever seen it. And so he looked and may have said something to himself like, yep, that's exactly what I made. And he saw the grass sloping down toward the shore of the sea and said, yes, that's the slope. I put it there. And he saw old Mount Hermon in the distance and must have thought, there's that mountain I fixed into place. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing came into being. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. Parents are especially guilty of this minor offense, making promises to their children. We say, sweetheart, I have to miss your recital tonight because of work, but I promise I'll be at the next one. Promises add little to life except heightened expectations and sometimes deeper disappointments. Saying, I promise, is like shouting to emphasize a doubtful statement like a preacher who pounds the pulpit when he knows his words are weak. Instead, we should let our faithfulness and our performance speak for themselves. Jesus said we're better off not making promises. Instead, we should let our yes be yes and our no be no. This is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover how God keeps his word on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com. Start your journey home today. This is an important health news alert. Mental health problems are skyrocketing among veterans serving time in Iraq and Afghanistan. A new study finds that of the almost 300,000 vets using the VA medical system between 2002 and 2008, 37% were diagnosed with a mental health problem, 22% had post-traumatic stress disorder, and 33% were diagnosed with health problems, from depression to alcohol and drug use. If you are struggling with controlled substance abuse, anger or negative emotions, fear, anxiety, or depression, call 855-FIX-ANXIETY and try the 3-Minute Solution. No matter what difficulty you have, the 3-Minute Solution can free you to be yourself almost instantly. Call 855-FIX-ANXIETY. And listen to the three-minute solution. Experience instant relief. Call 855-FIX-ANXIETY 
or go to fixanxiety.org. Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Catherine. And we are so excited to be able to continue with our radio show, Vacation Nation Radio, on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Vacation Nation Radio is where we celebrate all the great places that await you on your next getaway. And isn't it about time for another one of those? Don't miss a moment of Vacation Nation Radio. Saturday mornings at 7 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Tell you what, my God, he is the way maker. And this afternoon, as we wrap up our last segment of the day to start this week off, consider relieving yourself personally of the burden of this election. This is one of those areas that Jesus said, come to me, all you who are heavy laden and I will give you rest. You can put that yoke upon him. He'll lead the effort. He'll carry your burden. That doesn't mean you don't pay attention. It just means, Lord, I'm going to give this to you because you said I could. And so much of what we endure in life is we just we just are hard-headed and we just want to carry the burden, carry the burden. Don't want to get our pride keeps us from giving it to Jesus. Give him this burden. I Trust me, he's up to something. Don't know what he's up to. But just remember, nothing, nothing happens by chance in our daily life. Nothing happens in this world by chance. And God is placing you in situations to accomplish his purpose. Or his purposes. We have a lot of work to do. Our first begins first in our Christian community. We have a host of people who have decided not to receive the full counsel of God. They have decided that they know better than God. We see it in some of the hybrid denominations 
church groups. And you can use the name of Christ. You can use the name Christian. But you have to examine your heart. Are you a true Orthodox Christian? Have you noticed how there's not a lot of churches other than the Mormons that will say, this is the community church of Jesus. This is the first Jesus church of Tampa. Think about that one. But remember, revival, I believe, is very clear with the amount of Christians who would not support the Christian values in this election. That, yes, revival needs to break out across the land, secular world, pagan world. But very heavy in my spirit, there's a lot of work just in, among those of us who identify ourselves as some sort of Christ follower. You know, until we get our act together in a Christian church, we're not going to be very effective out in the non-Christian world. We each got to work to make Jesus authentic in our lives. We need to work at having limitless confidence in him, to trust him. And to know that whatever challenges we have each day, it's through his plan, and it is for a purpose. And it's for his will. So just remember, we're going to be in situations to be laughed at, mocked at, maybe serious persecution down the road. But I I ask that you would begin to pray, seek God's word, and to ask the Holy Spirit to unleash his power and his strength in your life. His power, his strength, and of course his wisdom. I'm excited. God's up to something. And this could be another shaking. Well, it is a shaking. We've got COVID. We've got all sorts of stuff. But I think he's shaking up his church first, separating the wheat from the chaff. The Bible talks about wide is the gate that leads to destruction. Narrow is the gate that leads to eternal life. And by the way, I think he's talking about Christians, those who name the name of Christ in our own ranks. So I hope you would take on Kelly's suggestion. Number one, rely on the Word of God for all truth. Take that truth and then do some serious self-examination. I think that's one of the reasons that we are in this trial, and it's a reason that he wants us to go to the next level and to be more useful to and for him. I'm Bill Bunkley. My pleasure to be with you on this first Monday of the week. Be back with you tomorrow at 3, reminding you to praise God tonight. Spend some time and get close. I'm Bill Bunkley. Have a wonderful Monday evening. God bless and good night.